0: Here is my reality reflection for today. When the Lord asks you to go spread the word, the gospel, what does that mean to you? By the way, the Lord is asking you to do that. He's asked every single one of us, to be an apostle, a disciple. Go out and make disciples. I mean, come on. He's not just telling us to live and follow him. He's asking us to make disciples. Are you doing that? And a lot of people are going to be wondering, how do I do that? I want to do that. I would love to do that, Lord. How do I do that? And we complicate it. We we get scared to share our faith because we don't know the Bible chapter and verse. I don't. I know a bunch of the parables and what goes on and the, you know, the the stories, if you will, and the lessons. But I don't know chapter and verse at all. At all. And that's okay, because guess what? We're all different parts of the body of Christ. The end game is this. It really is all about how you live and whether you are living the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is the truth about Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm putting my glasses down on the counter, trying to be quiet, not so quiet. Hey, guess what? I have a phone. It's like a temporary phone. My mom sent it to me. Yay. It's actually a level higher than my other phone. And I downloaded, you know, my podcast stuff to it. So I'm super happy. Not exactly where I'm finally, finally going to be, but I can also do videos and all that kind of jazz. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. Okay. So back to the gospel, the gospel is the promise of Jesus as our Savior that He takes away our sins and all we have to do is believe in Him and 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 and, be repentant. Our you truly sorry. We kind of touched on this a little last week, and I really want to focus on it again because it's so important for us to capture. Those thoughts before we commit those sins. Capture those thoughts before we commit those sins. I have a bird outside, windows are closed. Sorry if you can hear him chirping. Okay, sounds pretty simple, but to put it into practice is the real test. And that is why we have to live purposefully. Pay attention to what's going on. Capture that thought. I've been having the most bizarre thoughts coming into my head where I am like, Where is that coming from? Things from the past, weird dreams, just stuff that I I don't normally think about these things. And so when they pop up in my head in the most crazy places, like mass on Sunday, I immediately was like, what? Like the thought would come into my head. I would shake, literally shake my head. Like, oh, where is that coming from? That's so wrong. And I would immediately say, and I would say it out loud, whispering under my breath in mass, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of whatever it is. Maybe it's an impure thought. Maybe it's a temptation. And I gave it, I I cast out the, the spirit and then I aligned it to Jesus. I said, Lord, I capture this thought. I give it to you. And then I prayed my body, mind, and soul into it. And I said, Lord, I offer this up to you, this thought. I give you this thought. I give this to you for all of the people out there who are obsessed and harassed with these kinds of thoughts all day long and don't know the power of your name. Of course, the first things first, you have to believe it. There is zero question. You can't just throw that out there with like out belief. This isn't a magic spell. This isn't something that you say and voila, it's done. This is God here. And there is faith and belief that needs to be behind not only how we live and how we speak to God, but how we deliver spirits and how we pray with full trust that if God's will aligns with ours, They will be cast out. Our prayers will be answered. We just have to pay attention as well as to how those prayers are being answered. That's a whole other thing. But for now, I want to get back to preaching and living the gospel. So that means, are you visibly living like Jesus would? Or are you living as every person in the world does, except on Sunday, you get up and you go to mass? Because that is not being a disciple and making disciples. We are called to be different than people in the world, and it takes some time to get there, and the road is not smooth, it's rough, it's hard. We're going to fall off of the road. Sometimes we're going to go off the road, off the gravel, through the guardrails, into the cornfield, and then yet it's a little bit of a trek to get back to that path, but with God's help, he may just pick us up out of that cornfield and plop us right back on the road. Quicker than we know what to do with. And by that, that means reconciliation. So once we go off that path, we go to God in confession. If we are truly repentant, he picks us up, puts us back on that road. So let's live the gospel By asking God into our life to heal our own infirmities, our own problems. Maybe it's something as simple as swearing for you. (laughs) That wasn't so simple for me. (laughs) Let me tell you, I was such a profane person growing up with a couple of brothers, hockey brothers, no less. And I think I was honestly the worst swearer of them all. And the F bomb was the one that I threw around like it was nobody's business. So when I started to realize how raunchy I was talking and somebody called me out on it, that's what happened. A friend of mine said, wow, you claim to be this big Christian, and yet you speak like this. It's so, it doesn't match, right? It's off-putting. It's not congruent. And it was at that moment that I realized, she's right. And it rocked my world. And so I started, I asked the Lord to help me because I'm like, How am I going to stop swearing? And if I do, this is the odd thing. I thought, would people even like me? They're used to me being this raunchy person. Am I going to lose friends because I'm not this raunchy, joke-telling, swearing, truck-driver, guys-gal kind of chick? yeah, I went through these emotions and thoughts and attachment to my old self and the new self that the Lord was going to create. And I wasn't sure I wanted it. This is the journey. This is where the true repentance comes in because the more you see yourself improving in certain areas, the more you want to continue to be holy. We can only control ourselves. What we do, what we say, and what we think. So let's be sure that we live the gospel Reconcile ourselves to the Lord, believe in his healing powers, definitely in his forgiveness. Run to him every time we fall off of that path or we drive off of that road. And allow him to help us be that living, walking, breathing disciple Without really preaching, but preaching through our own lives. If you don't think that me stopping swearing didn't have an impact on all of the people around me, you're crazy it definitely did and so many more things dragged from my you know shouldn't I shouldn't say dragged but oozed maybe just automatically bled into my professional life from my spiritual life and i started managing people differently And stopping the gossip and stopping the talking behind closed doors and opening up people's compassionate minds towards people in the office that maybe they don't like or they're not seeing eye to eye on a project. And everything was changing. And that's how every Christian needs to be. It's not just, hey, I found Jesus and I'm done. We're supposed to be going through conversion every single moment of every day, being more holy, seeking God more in our lives, humbly, I always kind of slide into that humiliation, but humbly asking the Lord to take over so that he lives through us and not us anymore, because it's hard for us to live the way that God wants us to live without God in it. It is impossible, to be honest. It doesn't happen. And make sure that you pay attention. Make sure that you notice how much you are going to God, praying, spending that time in silence, letting him love you. Maybe this week we'll talk about kind of the the silence and solitude aspect of prayer. You know, it's silence, solitude, prayer, penance. That's sort of the the prayer life in summary. But pay attention. Are you walking toward him or are you walking away from him, but not even really realizing that you're walking away? You're just spending less Time in his word, listening to spiritual things, talking to him throughout the day. Maybe you used to pray the rosary, but you don't anymore. Or you used to have this devotion, but you don't. Maybe you used to go to daily mass and now it's just every Sunday. Pay attention. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. What you put into your eyes, what you put into your ears matters. Where you spend your time matters. And remember, the currency with God is your time. So let's ask the Lord to help us share the gospel. By giving us more faith, more belief in him to change us so that we can allow God to live through us to those in our lives and be the disciples that he calls us to be. I love you all so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.